Gary, thanks for taking the call. How are you? I'm very well, Andrew. Yourself? Doing okay. We spoke to you uh, a month or so ago about the interesting situation where you were living, of course, on the New South Wales side of the border, managing a chuka, and you couldn't get to your workplace. Um, it's slightly different these days, not officially, but uh, it's sort of a, a bit different if you now live in Victoria, New South Wales up there. Yeah, well, we're all back to normal here, which is which is pretty good. And obviously the last week, uh, things have changed a little bit more in Victoria, which is... Um, yeah, which is not great. So hopefully we can get on top of that pretty quick and uh, put that behind us as well. First week of the school holidays as the weekend arrives. Uh, can you notice uh, plenty of people up there at Chukamoema? Yeah, look, probably not as busy as it's been for some other school holidays, but certainly visitors in town. Um, yeah, the, the general businesses seem to be doing okay. You know, a few people around the streets and around the restaurants and cafes and so forth. So, yeah, it's good. Good for everyone. So as I m- mentioned, uh, people can travel between Victoria and New South Wales at the moment with no issue whatsoever. But if they are from the hot spots, as we know, due to their licence, uh, they'll be facing some massive ramifications. Um, but, of course, you live in a town where people on the Victorian side and people on the New South Wales side are pretty much uh, the one place and they traverse back and forward and number plates aren't really of any significance. But... Um, uh, are you a bit wary? Uh, is there any tension in the township at all, or? Oh, uh, probably just look a little bit. Of, you know, some people are a little bit apprehensive, but um, I suppose being a tourist town, the, the town is used to having large influxes of people, you know, at certain times of the year. Um, but obviously, with the you know, with those hotspots around Melbourne and, and the rules around the um, postcodes. Is that certainly something that's been taken into consideration? So, um, like everywhere else, people are, uh, you know, uh, encouraged if you're in one of those areas to not come. Um, and we hope that people are respectful of that. And people, though, that are allowed to be there, I wouldn't blame them in some cases if they're retired or plenty of time or maybe some annual leave hoeing, whether they've, uh, I guess you couldn't tell whether they're setting up shop in the local caravan park, maybe for the long haul or near the river. Do you think that might be the case? Be a nice place to camp out for a while. Yeah, look, there is some um, a little bit of that goes on. Obviously, people, yeah, you know, there's, there's people that trek the river anyway that that might start at Albury and work their way all the way back up to Mildura. So there's a little bit of that goes on this time of year, but um, and there's a little bit of that happening, yeah. So in general, how are things going at Achuca Race Club? Yeah, look, we're going well. Um, yeah, we're all set, obviously, for another big meeting. Um, Saturday, with some, you've got some owners coming, haven't you? How will you police that, and how's that being organised? Is it a? I mean, some clubs might have an abundance, others might have to close the doors, others might say, "Well, any mem- owner that wants to come, we can fit you in," because the demand hasn't been that great. How do you think it's going to be for you? Yeah, look, we think there'll be some. Um, being a Saturday probably lends it to get a few more, um, but but so far we haven't been. Yeah, you know, hasn't been too crazy. Um, we're restricted to twenty per race, so. You know, so once you've been and watched your horse, then obviously you need to move on and then the next owners can come in and watch theirs. Um, so that's sort of going to keep it fairly low-key, just to, you know, to have only 20 at a time. So that's manageable, obviously. Um, people need to register through RV and then back to the club. Um, so once we've got their registration, we have their details, we have their email address, and we have their postcode. So we do all that. Um, and that's just following the protocols of, that Race Victoria put in place. And um, I spoke to Tom O'Connor from Warrnambool. Um, they've got a big enough racetrack. It's pretty oh, easy is not the term to do, but Belinda Glass at Ballarat the other week was the first club to do it. So 
a lot of courses have got you know different layouts. Yours is pretty easy to accommodate and, and follow the protocols. Yeah, definitely. We've got a our main entry point at the front, which would normally be for our general public, and then we have another entry point that would, that would normally be owners and members. Obviously, we've done a bit of a switcheroo, so everybody will come in through the front that, that's an owner, and then all the participants, all the industry people go through that second entry, which is you know towards the back of the course. So very straightforward, got the fencing in place, um, all those things are in place, and just look forward to some owners and some good racing on Saturday. And um, going forward, anything in the planning? What what do you know if you're doing in terms of memberships? I guess it's a tricky situation like with all clubs. But you are unique because you're so close to New South Wales, but, of course, you are in Victoria. Yeah, look, we, we still, our committee has, has had some discussions around memberships. And in fairness to our members, we, we still want to see what the spring will look like. We you know once the industry has come to terms with COVID and we, we get an understanding of when members are allowed back and those sort of things. We certainly don't want to see members penalised. And, um, you know, so we're just going to be um, steady as she goes until we have a you know, proper understanding and then we can make some sort of a, an offer back to our members. And you live in Moama, don't you? Is that right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So, uh, as you would know, Echuca, part of the Golden Valley Footy League, one of the biggest and powerful country leagues. They're not playing. We've known that for a few weeks. Um what, what can you tell us of local sport? I mean, there is a bit of league played in the New South Wales side of things and a bit of other sport competitively locally. Um, we hear all about all of the organ, organised leagues in sports, uh, netball and footy on the Victorian side, but Moama and beyond there, that's a different kettle of fish, is it? Or? Oh, most of it's AFL. What, what we have found is that as the, the major adult um, competitions have, have pulled the pin, is that it looks like they're going to fire up a lot of the junior competitions. Um, the juniors will be able to play, you know, like round robins and these sort of things, little one day at a time tournaments, which I think will be fantastic for the kids to be able to get back into their footy and their netball and these sort of things, soccer. So junior sport will probably be, in a way, a little winner out of this, um, especially up here on the river. And um, obviously the kids will be keen to get back into the footy and the soccer and the, and the netball. Great to chat to you, Gary. Good luck with your meeting and uh, all the best going forward. We'll speak again soon. Thanks, Andrews.